0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We'll check in with Gino Toretta, two-time national champ with the Miami Hurricanes, Heisman Trophy winner on tonight's college football playoff game. TCU's
1: hypno-toed luck going to run out tonight, Julia? Is your dad going to join us in the studio to talk to Gino? Did you alert him? I,
0: I... I have, my dad's listening, so So, so sure.
1: disappointed you don't have a satin jacket on right now. <sighs> Left it at the home. You should be embarrassed. Left it at the
0: house, man. Left it at the house.
1: There's only so many times when you can get back into the time machine and when the you was the you.
0: Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, uh, what was it, 89 and 91, right, if I remember correctly, when they won the national championship? Yeah, so it was 10 and 12. I probably shouldn't tell uh, Gino that. Anyway, let's answer some hate <laughs> joke questions.
2: Joe cracked it up. All right. First question comes from Noah. Is Sam Howell the greatest quarterback of all time?
0: <laughs> good for good for Sam Howell for finally getting on the field, man.
1: Um, look, what took so? That that's the question. Is that not the question? I thought he actually looked pretty good in the preseason. I get it. They were winning with Taylor Heineke. Yeah. And they, I mean, they got smashed by San Francisco. And somehow Ron Rivera took that as like a faith of a crisis of faith because he was like, oh, let me go back to uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's what we need.
0: If there's one thing, dude, if there's one thing you and I both know is that um, who is the quarterback can be complicated sometimes by who the owner of the team is. And they might have their say as to who plays and who doesn't. Right. I would have gone to Sam Howell before I would have gone to Carson Wentz straight up. We know what Carson Wentz is. So why not throw it out there? Now, I understand that they're still, they still were in playoff contention at that time, and they wanted a, their best shot at making the playoffs because that means you know job security for Ron Rivera and everything else. Um, so on one hand, I understand it. But I did say when Sam Howell got drafted by the Washington Commanders that it was entirely possible he would start a game this season given the quarterback room. It happened later than I initially thought, but it did happen. I'll be curious to see if they give him a legitimate look this offseason. Because I like Sam Howell. The guy, he's a, sometimes you just have to give it up and say he's a gamer. And he has a
2: wonderful deep throw. And we saw that yesterday. Next up.
3: I got a proposition for you.
2: Alright, this one comes from Nada. Hey Joe, why are people whining about tailgating at a corporate event? Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, there was this uh, a picture that went viral earlier today outside of uh, whatever the stadium is called in Los Angeles ahead of tonight's so college. Is it so yeah, SoFi. Um and it says, you know, no tailgating allowed, you know, just outside the the stadium. And of course, college football people are losing it because, you know, what is college football about? It's about tailgating. I mean, you don't go to a college football championship for a normal vibe, right? For a normal college football vibe, right?
1: No, but I still think there's an element when the game's played in New Orleans sure. or even Jerry's World. You're gonna, I mean, you're spending a ton mm-hmm. of money, and you and it, presumably, if you've spent a ton of money on that game, you went to the previous round, you mm-hmm. went to the conference championship. I mean, you're just—it's a lot of money. It's—I mean, it's expensive, especially. I'm imagining if you're a TCU fan, you're not going to get many of these shots, right? So you're 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 going all out for this thing and just to not be able to park your car and just sit there and maybe, you know, hit a few Miller High Lives before hey, you man. go into the stadium. That's that's kind of hard.
0: It's LA. You want a drink, you got to do it LA yeah. way and uh, and get it from whatever the corporate beer vendor is. Oh well.
2: I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that You get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes, like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need.
3: A 12-to-1 student-to-faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.
2: Next up. How you doing? From Muskie Elon. Hey, Joe. Are we at the point where you would characterize the Canes as streaky? <laughs>
0: what they lost, uh two two losses in a row. They, three now. Uh, it was it three? Three. They lost in uh in overtime shoot-up this uh this past weekend. Um it's the regular season, man. You have your ups and downs. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh but I I would argue that we kind of know what the Carolina Hurricanes are about. I was actually joking about it with gold while we were doing the line change here in between shows. I know Adam Adam really wants to make this about goaltending. I don't necessarily know if it's quite all on the goaltending. I would say that the Canes have been uncharacteristically sloppy on defense during this losing streak. But they were going to come back down to earth after that winning streak. Does that make them streaky? Man, you can make the argument that every professional team during the course of a regular season is streaky. The analytics, though, still continue to spit out some wild numbers. The Canes continue to have all these fancy numbers that tell you, uh, you know, expected goals for and high danger chances and everything else. I think you and I both agree. Let's wait and see how Max Pacioretty comes along now that he's been activated yeah. before we start making some, you know, larger points.
1: I don't know if the Canes are streaky or not. Um, I do know this, and I'm so proud of this one. I would like for you to put this on my radio tombstone. Okay. The Carolina Hurricanes are just like the New York Yankees. They're built for the regular season. Yeah. And the problem is when they get to the postseason, when it actually matters, they don't have the wattage and the star power at the positions that matter to carry them to the wins that they need. In the Yankees' case, it's pitching. In the Canes' case, it's top and goal scorers.
2: Next up, whoa. From Dylan. Hey Joe, could you help me look for reasonably priced lower levels for Saturday's Canes game? Who are they playing Saturday? Pittsburgh, I believe.
0: No. Okay. The answer there is no, there is no such thing as a reasonable ticket on a Saturday night against the Penguins.
1: Sorry, Dylan. I don't think you can get a reasonable lower level ticket. Reasonable is relative now. Yeah. Anything under hundred is good. Lower level, eighty nine. I mean, 80 is good. You're not getting an eighty dollar lower level ticket for the Penguins, no, no, absolutely not on not. a Saturday. Well, no. it's you know, to... but 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 let me say this: I would never go to an NC State game and sit upstairs, but I would absolutely go to a hockey game and sit upstairs. I have no problem sitting in the three hundred level for hockey because mm-hmm. you can you, it, you it, there is a benefit to seeing the plays develop and seeing how the how the action goes. Yeah, it is a bonus being lower in hockey. I would argue you're probably better. You know where you're just above the boards, so you're, or you know, so you could see even above the netting. But you know, hockey being in the building is you're fine.
0: Get in price right now for that Penguins game is 125 bucks. Section 333, row that's upstairs. A. Yeah, that's actually not a bad that seat. That's not a bad directly seat. directly behind the net at yeah. 333. That's yeah. a good seat. That's actually a pretty good seat. Kane shoots twice. Row a. And it's row A, 125 bucks. That's for one ticket, Sure, though. That's for one ticket. Now I'm curious about, like, let's look at... Uh, That's a good seat. Let's look at section... Ooh, whoa! Okay. Section 115 in the corner. $588. Yeah, I
1: mean, <laughs> Joe, I'm paying $7 for eggs. You're, you're going to pay a couple dollars to get in to see the Penguins. <laughs> That's where we are.
2: Eggs are so
0: expensive. <laughs> I was looking at... Uh, all right, so let's say center ice section uh, 324... I am... Still in the threes, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. I found... Yeah, 188 for Section 324. Woo! All right. So, do I bother looking at the outdoor game prices? Yes. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs)
1: Yes, you do. Man, the outdoor game. There's some hemoglobin that you got (laughs) to store up. All right, I'm curious what the get in price now is for.
0: Three hundred and twenty eight dollars is the get in. It's cheaper than I thought for the stadium. It's actually cheaper than the last time I looked. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say, I what's did they release more tickets? No, these are all these are all resale tickets. Oh, have
1: they announced yet? How many tickets they released for that game? You know, Joe, looking at the section that I purchased tickets because I got two tickets. you better be doing the thing I want you to do right now.
0: You know, you were right. Okay, there it is. You were right. Because you've been on my ass about ever since I bought tickets. Because I only bought two when I had an option to buy eight. So I bought one for Kelly. I, want, I bought one for, for Jacob. And I'm just going to go as a member of the press. And you're like, what are you doing? And now I'm seeing. I'm like, because I didn't want to be that you guy. You didn't want to be that guy. I didn't want to be that
2: guy. Now I'm looking at 360 bucks for this section. What? What? I respect it, Joe. You weren't that guy, and I respect it. But my bank account doesn't care about That's ethics at this your point. Your respect? My respect. Yeah. <laughs> your
1: respect is not paying for the trip to Tampa? No, for because, your son to play for the junior games. Right,
0: because I'm like, looking at it I'm like, man, had I sold those, if I had sold four tickets from that allotment, I, I wouldn't be sweating. Do I go to Disney World this weekend or not? I would have been like, hey, let's go ride Ratatouille. It's on the canes, so to speak. So, yeah, okay.
1: Next time they have, you know, in 20 years when they have another (laughs) outdoor game. So, okay, Joe, you were right. Next up. Clip it. Yeah.
2: Clip it. Yeah, don't worry. It's saved already. (laughs) All right. Last one from Jordan. Hey, Joe, NC State and UNC are next to each other in net. Does that mean the source of the net is actually attributed to the law of the wolf?
1: Hmm. No, it means there's not a single person on the planet who could have predicted NC State and North Carolina being next to each other in the net on January 9th. Not one.
0: It's funny. You put out you put out the stat over the weekend as it relates to Kevin Keats and
1: NC State's head basketball coach. Say what you want about Keats. He's actually good at one thing with the Wolfpack. There is no Duke Carolina hangover. What's the record? He's four and one. And the one loss was to the to the murder ball Florida State team in twenty twenty. Yeah. So nobody was beating them. Sure, and uh, so Sydney Lowe, Herb Sendek, <laughs> Les Robinson, and Mark Godfrey were a combined two and twenty after beating either Duke or Carolina, and one of those wins was over a Matt Doherty terrible team. Oh geez. After Herb had beaten Duke, so Not one ideal. of those doesn't count.
0: So that's the one thing that you know. Say what you want about Kevin Keats, uh, there is no blue team hangover or ice cream hangover in this particular case. Uh, for
1: the Wolf huge pack. win in in Blacksburg, yeah, they needed against that my way. guy.
0: Look, uh, Virginia Tech is kind of—I don't want to say reeling right now, but they're no, they are—they're—they're kind of stuck. They don't have Hunter Couture. I get that part, but look, everybody's everybody. missing somebody. You want you want to talk to Kevin Keats about missing people? Yeah. So that's only going to take you so far. Heck, Duke is going to be out with Jeremy Roach for we don't know how long. He's not going to be available for the pit game.
1: Duke, by the way, was a scare. More Boston, than a scare against Boston. College I don't think Boston Chiefs? College is that bad. Nah, they're not. They're not. They also got their big man back, Quentin Post. I mean, he's been on ice all year, so it's good to have him back. We, uh, we got any more? Why, yes, he is my keeper in my fantasy league. Uh, yes, okay, that is what okay, I know. Okay, fine. We got any more? Any more
0: questions? No questions? No more questions. Let's go out to the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. Say hello to Heisman Trophy winner, two-time national champ with the Miami Hurricanes, Gino Toretta, Touchdown Radio. Gino, how are you?
3: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Happy New Year.
0: My day would be made even better if if you still have a Miami Hurricanes satin jacket somewhere in the house
3: satin one uh you know i can honestly say i never had the old satin starter <laughs> starter jacket but uh okay. i believe some of my friends and uh and luther campbell did so uh
1: gotcha and
0: yeah, my dad <laughs> I don't
3: have one in my closet
0: <laughs> my, my my dad's a university of miami grad and you know, you know how cold it gets in florida right um, yeah. it's, it gets very, very chilly down there. He rocked that satin jacket all throughout the '80s and '90s. It's actually in my closet right now. It doesn't fit him anymore. I'm just curious if you had really? It's good stuff.
3: No, no, I, we we don't. I, I get I get upset every year going up for the Heisman, and our usually our swag bag is like. Cold weather stuff, and I go, guys. I live in Miami. I like, I literally, I'm like, okay, this is just Christmas gifts for brothers.
0: No, I know that all too well. Growing up in Boca Raton, it was if 65 degrees, break out the parka jackets. We're good to go.
3: Exactly. So for for coast at 60. Oh yeah, man.
0: So tonight we got the college football playoff championship: TCU versus Georgia. You've got the team Georgia that just about everybody expected to be here, and then the team that nobody thought would be here with TCU. Are you are we get that Max Duggan is a, is is a guy. We get that. But there's been some luck on TCU's side. Do you think that kind of continues tonight against Georgia?
3: Well, I, I, you know, luck is uh as Jimmy Johnson used to say when preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, a it, it team it, TCU always seems to be prepared for it and and you know, they've they've made it and they've they they're here. I think uh you know, there's there's on any question that You'd give the advantage roster-wise to Georgia just off depth, just off recruiting, just off, hey, we haven't made that coaching change that, that TCU just has. But, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, TCU goes out and, and plays lights out. I mean, nobody really gave him a chance to beat Michigan, and, and you know, I played pretty well and, and won that one.
1: Gino Toretta joining us here on the Easter Automotive Group Hotline. That's Jovius. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, you know, you, you didn't get the chance to play in the, the CFP or the playoff championship, but you did play in the Orange Bowl. You did play in the Sugar Bowl. You did win a national championship. You did lose in a game that cost you a national championship. I'm curious, would you have liked to have played in this format with, with the playoff or is is playing in the Orange Bowl as a Miami, unbeaten Miami, winning the national championship about as good as it gets?
3: Well, I, I think it's just – it's different. I mean I can remember when I played it was you know eleven regular season games and you you had a bowl game for for a championship at at the end um you know I think that uh you know way 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 back when it was no, we don't want more games it's gonna you know you bring in more injuries into play and obviously both of these teams t c and georgia have injuries to deal with with this game from from last uh, from their last one um I think it's just I think it's different from that standpoint I think that you know it's it's whatever I think when when I came to Miami it was we weren't even in a conference so our our ability to to get a ring was we had to win a national championship so for players it was kind of national championship or uh or bust and if they made us you know play a play a couple extra games and then we would have had to have done that but uh you know you also bring up the National championship, we lost my last last game at Miami. We lost to Alabama. We were hell. We were a ten plus point favorite going into that game, and nobody gave Alabama a chance. And uh, you know they ended up laying some laying some lumber on us and playing pretty well. So it, there there have been upsets in this game before.
1: Gino Toretta is a Heisman Trophy voter. He earned his the hard way. He won the Heisman <laughs> Trophy. I'm just a a radio <laughs> schlub. They gave a vote to. I'm curious though. There was a lot of hand-wringing over Stetson Bennett being included among the finalists. Were you were you okay with Stetson Bennett being among the finalists? And certainly, what was your impressions of what he did in the win over Ohio State?
3: So here's the way I look at it: is You know, we get a ballot, and everybody thinks it's really easy to vote for the Heisman Trophy at the end of the year. But you get a ballot, and it's not. You know, here you vote Democrat or Republican, and whoever is, you know, leading that ticket, that's who you're voting for based on your whatever political leanings. You get a ballot with three blank lines. Yep. And I guarantee we could give that ballot to a thousand people around the country that follow college football. They can be the biggest fan. We could go down to the sports bar and say, okay, we're going to give you a vote at the end of the year. It's not as easy as people think. Because who I think maybe that I've seen doing games with Touchdown Radio with my own eyes with the best performance of the year, maybe that's the person I think is the most outstanding I've actually seen play. And maybe you have a different opinion, but it's very hard to narrow it down to three people. And and I think that, you know, for people to say, well, Seth's a bench, to me it's like the, the Heisman, at the end of it, all the, the accounting firm that counts the votes, they say, here, here's basically – they don't even tell anybody who's number one or two or three. They say these three or these four or these five are close together, and that's the number of, of finalists that are that are going to be there. I, I don't have any animosity there, but it's like, okay, well, that's why they said the votes came in. Hey, people voted for the guy. And 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 whoever and I you know it, it, to each his own. I mean, it can be way back to when Damacon Sue was you know one of the best players and and things like that. It's like I usually vote for guys that I see seen in person um, as opposed to people that i watch on TV. Most of you know I see most of the guys in person anyway, but um, it's it's hard to hard to pick those three at the at the end of it when there's no parameters. It's just like hey, you fill in the best who you think is the best.
1: Gino Toretta, former Miami quarterback, now doing work for Touchdown Radio Network. All right, you win the national title, 1991. You have a year of eligibility left. And in Alabama, Ohio State, or whoever comes off, you're from California, so let's say USC comes and offers you $800,000 to go play for the Trojans if NIL money was a thing in 1992. Would you take it?
3: I can say this, I, uh, at the end of 91, we just won the national championship and I graduated college a month before that in three and a half years. Would I have listened as a business major? Hell yes, I would have listened. I mean, I, I I just put put myself in that situation that, you know, one, I, I probably wouldn't have gone anywhere, but I know this, if there was opportunities to transfer, I probably would have left here, after my registered freshman year, I yeah. started four games as a registered freshman. I broke the school record for passing um, in those four games. I, I was like, I can play anywhere in the country. And if I could have transferred and not set out, I, I probably would have done that then. Um, with NIL, heck, all I wanted was, you know, maybe some cold beer and some chicken wings and, and some pizza when I was in college. If that was covered, I <laughs> But, uh, Gino, you already
1: the gave the game the away. Th- you said Uncle Luke, man. Come on.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say. The kind, of, the kind of dough they're throwing around in now, that's, I mean, that's kind of transformational.
0: <laughs> Gino Toretta joining us here on the OG. Gino, we appreciate the time and the insight. Uh, love to talk to you again. Take it easy.
3: Uh, anytime, guys.
0: It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Obis, it was like, you know, I, I think he would have been taken care of even after the four games. Yeah, I was going to say, like, um... I
1: think no, but I, that was back when you had to wait your turn, man. I mean, it, you, you keep saying the 89 team. I, I I always find that interesting for guys like that, who you play in 91, you earn that thing. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? If there's a ring that he has, I'm guessing it's that one. It's the 91. You know he what did, I'm saying? He
0: did play in 89,
1: though. He did play. Sure.
0: I think, what was it? If I... But he wasn't their guy. He wasn't no, he their starter, I mean. he wasn't their guy. He wasn't their guy. Um... Yeah, was I was gonna say the. Uh, I think I was there for the San Diego State game where he dropped four hundred eighty-five yards. He, he referenced it. I think yeah. I was there at that game. I think that I want to say that was one at the Orange Bowl. It wasn't one of those weird ones that actually yeah, he went never to San Diego lost State. a home
1: game in his career. No, no, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, he's in a long list of Miami quarterbacks that that lose home games because I don't think that. I don't think
1: it's really- that long of a list. I know it was a lot of years, but it's not that. It was long from nineteen eighty-three through ninety-five. I think. They
0: didn't lose a home game. That's got the. But they didn't streak. have
1: that many quarterbacks, is what I'm getting at. No. They, like they no. would have guys, then you get two or three years, and you turn to the next guy. Yeah. You'd win a title, maybe you win the Heisman. Him and Vinny Testaverde won the Heisman. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out
2: you could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities.
1: The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage.
2: Learn how you can score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity.